Episode 50 of the Just Talk podcast with George Joshua. Today is open, an open letter day. Uh, you can read the letter if you don't have time to listen to the podcast at thesportsontap.com. It's right on the front page. And I wrote it last night. And I, I just some thoughts on what's going on around the United States today, how it ties into sports. And uh, that's basically it. It's very short quick podcast you'll enjoy it a lot i hope if you have any opinions on it you can always reach out to me on twitter or instagram at ggrjour and follow us the sports on tap.com now rebranding you can follow us on twitter and instagram at the sports on tap and as always please follow our other podcast me and my brothers sammy on the that being said podcast had celtics big man enos Cantor on saturday really fun podcast Actually, a lot of stuff that has to do with what's going on around the country today with his activism in Turkey and and here in the United States. I saw him trending on social media throughout the weekend as well for going out on the streets of Boston. Pretty cool stuff. Go give that one a listen. But first, as always, a word from one of our sponsors. Welcome into today's podcast. If you heard the intro, today is a quick, very quick podcast about everything going on in the United States with the protests, uh, George Floyd uh, murder, and now the reaction to the George Floyd murder, which uh, with protests, um, our country is going through some weird times right now, a time that I haven't gone through before in my lifetime i was too young and um, wasn't really in tune with what's going on in the world during the early 90s in the rodney king um and oj simpson and um things in la so this is something that you know never really has occurred to me during my lifetime and now that it is i feel like as someone who works in the sports industry, I feel like this does hit close to sports as well. And I tweeted a lot of thoughts over the weekend. And of course, you're going to have those people who don't want to take anything you say seriously because either A, they say you don't know what it's like. Uh, I'll get to why I've faced myself some sort of racial uh, prejudice in my life with uh, being attacked once at a gas station. If you've heard my other podcast me and my brother have talked about it where um someone didn't like that i was from syria he didn't know what country i was from he knew i was arabic and tried to attack me and the cops got involved and they uh, arrested the guy but he tried to run me over with a car basically and um threatened to shoot me so i have been through some racial injustices before but i'll get to that story here at the end and I just want to reiterate that, um, yeah, you know, there are two separate factions here. There's the people that are protesting peacefully and there's the looters who are um, trying to take advantage of a situation and get stuff for free. And if you can't separate those two and you want to put them into the same bag, that's not my that that's something you're going to have to work on. Uh, you can't say that they're the same people. 
on either side, right? I've saw some people who are trying to blame all protesters with the looters. And I've seen people who say, if you criticize the looters, you are not, uh, you're racist and you're not for the rights. And it's like, no, I can have some nuance and believe that both things are true, that I believe that you have the right to uh, protest. And I can also believe that you shouldn't be stealing stuff and breaking windows and running into stores with bag garbage bags full of clothes or purses or Jordans. Pretty simple. But anyway, let's get to the open letter today. I wrote this last night and uh, you can, as always, go read it on the sportsontap.com. I post all my podcasts there as well. And please, please, I would, uh, as always, go rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast and my other podcast with my brother. So here we go. It was a surreal weekend for our country. I thought Trevor Noah tweeted it the best. He tweeted, we've seen this in South Africa before, but where are the agitators and instigators who use legitimate protests to ignite chaos between protesters and police? I myself tweeted on Saturday, we can and should have nuance here. I can hate what happened in the brutal murder of George Floyd. I can also hate injustice, but at the same time, we have to have the nuance to say violence and looting is bad. The way that the protesting is going on can be disturbing. And I used a few hashtags. Look, sometimes 240 characters isn't quite enough to portray exactly what you're trying to say about about what is another crisis and what seems to be an endless loop of crises in 2020. So that's why I am writing and recording this podcast. I can believe these four things can all be true. One, George Floyd's death was murder and disgusting and the cops responsible should be in jail. And I know so many, especially in the African-American community, are in pain which is why I can also believe that number two, that mass protests and civic disruptions are legitimate disruptions, I'm sorry, are legitimate and warranted actions. Number three, I can also believe that looting and burning businesses is immoral and counterproductive to the protest, and anyone who loots and steals should be in jail. And lastly, number four, I can think that the police system has huge, and I'm going to emphasize huge structural problems and is corrupt in many instances, then cops aren't prosecuted the right way when laws are broken. I can believe all those things because I have nuance. Please ignore Twitter comments. Ignore the Instagram stories. Most people, despite what you see online, probably think the way that I do about this. What I'm saying is not revolutionary at all. How do we fix this? Well, I have no idea. But I'd start by massively overhauling the police system. Our country should be ashamed that you need more hours training to become a licensed barber than a police officer. I also tweeted my thoughts on how I'd fix the police system. I said prestigious college degrees to become a cop so we don't have undereducated police and to make a job lucrative so high quality candidates apply. Let me elaborate. I would make becoming a police officer a prestigious career. 
Just like becoming a lawyer would need certain qualifications, let's make it a requirement to have a certain type of college degree and take certain types of race relations classes before you can become a cop. Psychological tests need to be done to ensure we don't have racist or prejudiced cops. And lastly, make this job lucrative so we ensure high competition for open positions which would bring in overqualified candidates. Will we ever have a time that there are zero instances instances in this country? Probably not. But at least we can reduce the problems. Also, the downfall of this country could become identity politics. I've gotten to the point where you can predict exactly what media members will say before they even tweet. If you are a Republican, you can support the protesters' right to, pr- to protest peacefully and can admit the police system has many issues. You could do that. If you're a Democrat, you could admit you are being a hypocrite for the way you publicly attack the Republicans who were protesting the stay-at-home order and calling them disgusting people and publicly shaming them, but you don't want to publicly shame the looters. You could do that. Both, both sides. Seriously, the two-party system is bogus. Identity politics are bogus. And I just wish a third party could run and win because identity politics could become the one thing that this country can never recover from. Lastly, many ask or might ask, this is a sports podcast. What does this have to do with sports? Or George, just stick to sports. Well, at the end of the day, race and sports are so intertwined. First of all, many athletes have been at the forefront of leadership on how to lead activism, including Enos Cantor, who is on my brother and I's podcast. That that being said, podcast, go listen to it, that episode. His teammate, Jalen Brown, and his peaceful march down in Atlanta, and many other athletes who I'm sure I'm forgetting to name, athletes have led so much during these times. And race and sports will always be intertwined. A team has an X amount of people from all walks of life working together for one common goal. And that's what this country should be doing today. We should be all working together for one common goal. And that's to live, work, and coexist in harmony together. So those were my thoughts. Now, a lot of people might ask, uh, I hinted at the beginning of this podcast, that, you know, um, I have had, I'm going to make this less than a two-minute story because it's really not that interesting. This is not about me. But people might ask, hey, George, do you even know about racism? Do you even know this? You Look, I, I can't say my whole life I've been attacked racially. I, I can't. I haven't. September 11th, I was a kid. I'm from Syria. And... Unfortunately, since I might not look completely Syrian, my neighbor's house got attacked who were Hindu and people thought they were Arabs while we got nothing happened to my family. So, you know, I didn't grow up with racism all around me. But one time I was at a gas station, me, my brother and my cousin were all from Syria and I was filling up gas and I had a guy, um, white male, uh, turns out he was Norwegian and an immigrant as well started yelling at me to go back to my country and uh, that I was dirty and I was a terrorist. And I, of course, I got upset. So I told him to fuck off, which, you know, maybe is not the greatest way to react to when someone's yelling at you angrily is to yell obscenities at him. But I did. So he actually got in his, uh, he told me he's going to shoot me. And I told him to go get the gun because I 
he said the gun was in his car. And I figured, oh no, I didn't, sorry. I said, come say that to my face. I didn't say, come shoot me. I said, come say that to my face. Cause he said the gun was in his car. So I was hoping he'd come to my face and not go grab a gun, but he went to the car and thankfully he didn't have a gun or maybe he decided not to use it, but he took his car and tried to run me over instead. I dove out the way. I, and then he drove off. I got in my car and followed him, not to fight him, but to get his license plate number. I got it, drove away, called the cops. A few days later, he was arrested. That's the story. So thank you for listening to that story. So yeah, I've gone through some racism before. Nothing like systematic racism. Nothing like police brutality. I None of that, but... Um, yeah, I mean, we all probably have stories of someone who faced a hard time or someone who ha- knows someone who's faced a hard time or someone who's faced a hard time themselves. But thank you for listening today. That's the Just Talk Pod with George Jour. As always, please rate, subscribe, and review this podcast. Share it with some friends. We're growing at a really good pace right now, so I really thank all of you for that. You're spreading the word. And you're making this podcast a lot of fun. So we'll be back on Wednesday. We may not have any guests this week. I'm working on a few of them right now. I uh, I know I have one lined up for next week. Maybe I'll have my brother on this podcast for the first time. And we can cross-promote the That Being Said podcast. But just stay tuned. We'll um, If not, we'll have some guests on Wednesday and Friday. We're trying our best here. All right? So thank you for listening. As always, this episode is brought to you by thesportsontap.com. That's www.thesportsontap.com. Please follow me on Instagram, Twitter, at Jordan. You can follow this podcast at Just Talk Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you for listening. Oh, thank you.